Hey, Matt, let's tell our six listeners, or are we up to seven now? I'm not sure, about our new recording buddy, Riverside FM, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Yep, Riverside FM lets you record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a 1,000 miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. And it's as easy to use as that meeting app everyone usually uses for recording, but has much higher quality audio and video. And they have a mobile app, so guests can connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for the final girl of recording platforms for podcasts, webinars, and other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. That's S-H-I-P-I-T to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Hey, everybody. This is the Scary Movie Project, that podcast where we talk about scary movies. I'm Tara. Hey, and I'm Matt. And today, the gates of hell are open. In Seventh Moon, Melissa and her Chinese-American husband are honeymooning in China during the Hungry Ghost Festival. At night, they come across a village where they discover the legend is real. That's right. And today, we're doing something a bit different. We have horror legend, filmmaker Eduardo Sanchez with us to talk about his movie. Now, as most of you probably know, Ed is renowned for his movie, The Blair Witch Project, which broke records for budget to gross excuse me, budget to gross production cost and launched a new style of horror film, not to mention a ton of spoofs. That is right. We are happy about that. He's helmed several other movies, including Lovely Molly and Altered and many which we hope to discuss on upcoming uh, episodes. Done some TV work as well. Ed, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. We are thrilled. Um, Anything else our fans want to know? And please introduce yourself and um, thank you for coming. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I, uh, I, you know, Seventh Moon is a movie that I rarely get to talk about. So when I saw you guys on Facebook about to talk about it, I was like, yeah, let me, I'll, I can talk a little bit about that movie. Um, no, but thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And yeah, I'm just, uh, basically, I think you nailed, I mean, I don't know about the ho- the whole horror legend thing, but. Uh, oh, know, definitely. I, uh, yeah. I do my best. <laughs> Uh, I think I've, you know, I've got a good career. I can't complain and I've gotten lucky a lot. So, uh, it's, you know, but, uh, yeah, I'm like mostly right now working on television and I'm like right now, everybody just kind of, we're just kind of stuck in our houses and doing, um, a lot of the TV development and stuff like that and feature development. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. real happy to talk to you guys. Excellent. And I know you've done episodes of one of my favorite movies that I've loved or TV shows, excuse me, that I've loved forever, Supernatural. So, I was yeah. very excited when you mm-hmm. did those. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just did, I finished the last episode that I did, you know, that I directed, um, I guess early this year, and uh, it was, you know, it was weird, because, uh, you know, these people have been together for 15 years, and it was mm-hmm. kind of crazy that uh, they had let me in at the end of the kind of the, the last five years of the run, I had been a part of it, and 
uh, just, you know, it was, it was very emotional. And then my episode, like they stopped, um, they, they, they aired the episode right before mine. And, and then the, now they're in a hiatus or whatever because of the COVID hiatus. Mm-hmm. So my, my episode hasn't aired yet. Um, so, and I, hopefully it'll, I think it'll be the first episode that, that starts the, the, the new, uh, cause they, they shot all of them except the last two or three, I think. So, um, they're waiting to see when they can come back and, and start shooting it and finish the, the show, you know? So oh, sweet. I will be waiting for <laughs> it cause I love that show. Yeah. It's a great um, show. So, uh, so let's dive right in. Right. Um, sure. so seventh moon, mm-hmm. when I watch this, I see a tragic love story. They're in this hellish situation they can't get out of, but they're trying to get through it together. I mean, Yul sacrifices himself for Melissa. She goes after him. Like, so where did you sort of formulate that idea? Where did that come from for you? Um, it was, you know, the uh, the original idea was like we were supposed to make three films in China. We through this uh, filmmaker named Ann Liu. Uh, we got an op- You know, we were uh, this is like you know, obviously like early two thousands and. We had an, we were thinking about doing some films in China. There was an opportunity. There was a studio that wasn't being used, and there was some money. and And we were like, "Yeah, make a movie in China. That would be awesome." You know, that, what an adventure! So, uh, we started developing. We were going to make three films, and everything basically fell apart, other than Seventh Moon. And the Seventh Moon is what we, you know the idea I came up with. And uh, you know, I don't, I I can't remember like the initial you know, uh, idea of it. Like my whole thing was like to create like a night in hell. And I was thinking like, it was you know, China. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, basically and China to me was like a very, you know, back, back, especially back then, even now it's like, it, it was a very mysterious place. Like it was a place that, you know, had, mm-hmm. you know, major like, like history, but it was so, you know, it had been locked down for so long that, you know, most of us in on this side of the of the world, you know, didn't, you know, they knew the kind of what, what kind of filtered through about China. And I was like, started looking at Chinese um, legends and just kind of horrific, you know, stuff like that that could work for a horror film. And I found, you know, the whole Hungry Ghost Festival and you know the whole idea that you know you you leave these offerings out for these ghosts for these your past your ancestors and. Um, you know, and I thought it was really cool, and and so we, you know, I started thinking about it, and I was just wondering, like, imagine, you know, a a, a newlywed couple, you know, going and kind of getting in over their heads, and I always thought there was going to be a small cast, and and um, you know, so definitely that's got a small cast. I, yeah, that <laughs> yeah, was yeah. kind of the idea that that kind of you know sprung out like one night, you know, tr- uh, and 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 for me it was also production, like trying to make it where like, how do you make the you know, how do you light night, but not really light it? You know, like, how do you approach that? You know, the, the aesthetic of like really shaky handheld, um, mm-hmm. kind of nightmarish, you know, kind of tagging along kind of stuff. And, uh, and the movie I had done before altered was pretty much like I had really kind of, you know, the, the camera was not stationary, but it was all, always kind of still like not, it, I don't think I had any handheld and altered, kind of to go away from Blair Witch. So I wanted mm-hmm. to go the other way with this one and say, and I wanted to go like really kind of aggressively um, handheld and short, you know, and long lenses. And, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I wanted to, like, again, it, create a night in hell for these two people that are like in love and starting the, the beginning of this beautiful journey that they think they're, you know, through life and <laughs> they end up in China and shit goes wrong, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So I think you answered part of one thing I, I wanted to know about was 
Halloween's like the, my favorite day of the year, right? And I love everything about it and every custom. And I love to learn about around the world places to celebrate it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, this Hungry Ghost Festival. I don't know a lot. I've seen a little bit about it. So, yeah. Did you know a lot about this or did you kind of read up on this beforehand and then decide to use it? What was your – where did you come up with that to use as like your, your idea for it, I guess? It was, you know um... – you know, I, I read a bunch of stuff and the Hungry Ghost Festival was just, you know, it's kind of like the Halloween. Right. Again, and I love Halloween. I, I uh, think we all do. Yes. You know, <laughs> you know I mean, come on. Uh, so the the so the idea was just to, you know, imagine, you know, um, people being, you know, sent out on Halloween, but like a real hardcore Halloween, like somewhere, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the country. And the original idea actually that I came up with before the Chinese thing was like, you know, when I, when I, before going to China was the idea that, um, somewhere in, you know, it was kind of like, a. I was trying to make it in the United States, you know, like some people get stuck kind of like a, a very, uh, like my favorite films are the films that kind of do just one night of, you know, like a nightmarish night. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to play with ghosts and stuff. And then when I, when the Chinese idea came up, I was like, oh my God, that idea would work so much better in China because, you know, we don't know about, you know, it's more mysterious. The yeah. history is longer in sure. China, you know, yeah, yeah. It goes back thousands of years and, um, you know, and it'd be, you know, it just, it would make it cool, a, a better playground, you know? So then I went and researched stuff and I found the Hungry Ghost Festival. I was like, oh my God, imagine if like this couple was like dropped off you know, on the hungry ghost night and they didn't have enough sense to like, you know, not book their honeymoon right. during the hungry ghost festival. Um, <laughs> so, but you know, so it was, so yeah, that was, that was kind of the idea. And then once I started, you know, w looking at the images and doing research about how hardcore they are, um, it really inspired me. I was like, wow. I mean, That's imagine awesome. this, the stuff that happens in like small villages yeah. and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and also just like, you know, there was like so much creepy imagery, um, you know, and, and it's, and, you know, and foreign, you know, to me, it's like, there was like, uh, the, the mystery of China is really to me what like the main thing that drew me to the story. Right. You know? Eastern like folklore and stuff like that's fantastic. Yeah. It's fascinating. Absolutely. Americans that's, that's getting cool. into shit they can't handle. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and, that, and that whole <laughs> it's thing, like stupid, stupid Americans. Right. And yeah, they happen you know, to be there at the worst possible time. Yeah, it didn't work out. Yeah, they're just like, ah, well, <laughs> you know, we'll be all right, you know. Um, and it's funny because they, they kind of talked about how, didn't they mention a couple times they, they could have been in wherever else, but instead they're here for this thing and they're like, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, uh, yeah, she wanted to go somewhere else. Right. Or, yeah, uh, yeah, as I remember. But yeah, you know, it was, and, and I had, you know, we had, I mean, I was still, it was a long time ago, so I had just been, you know, Three or four years earlier, I had been on my honeymoon, and you know it was like such a great. We went to Italy, and it was such a beautiful trip. And and again, it was like this: like we were so like young and like just kind of frolicking. The whole world right. was ahead of right. us, and I was like, you know, so I got a lot of inspiration from you know the good times that I had on in in, in Italy with my wife. That's cool, know? very good. That's cool. So, so what really one of the things that really got me about this movie was the sound design, like how high yeah. it keeps the tension. And I noticed, it seems like most of it was, was diegetic, right? Yeah. You didn't use too much music. So uh, yeah. can you talk to us a little bit about that? Was that an idea that you had from the beginning or did that sort of develop in production? Yeah. I mean, to me, like the, the music at the end of Blair Witch mm -hmm. which is, you know, it's like this weird cacophony of sounds by Tony Cora. Um, to me, that was like, you know, to me, horror is like, you know, th there's like, a 
you know, like there's like, like to me, that's like a nightmare sound. And to me, horror films are like nightmares. So sometimes mm-hmm. when horror films, um, use like conventional, you know, orchestras and kind of conventional instruments, it kind of pulls you away a little bit. It has to, it has to be done really well, Yeah. but for something to really kind of creep you out, you kind of have to go, um, you know, primal with it, like sounds and yeah. anything familiar, you know, a violin or something. I think to me, Texas like, Chainsaw you know, Massacre, the piano wire. Sound. Yeah. Like just That's weird so sounds. Perfect. So yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, on seventh moon, I, um, you know, Tony again came in to do the music mm-hmm. and, and I wanted something, um, you know, very little melody, you know, like just sometimes little bits. And I, and actually there is music, um, there is a lot of music, but like, I wanted it to be part of the background, you know, I wanted it to be, um, you know, you couldn't tell that, oh, is that, is that a score? Is that some sound coming from, you know, Yeah, definitely for the most part, what comes through is that, that diegetic, all the night sounds and, yes. and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's just, it yeah. adds so much to the creepiness. Um, yeah, and, th- and then we, um, once we shot the film, uh, we went and mixed, um, you know, Tony did the score and with a guy named Ken Sparling, who was a guy who was, uh, who was also a great musician. And his stuff, I listened to a lot of his stuff during um, the writing of Seventh Moon. Um, and he was a, a sound mixer that we had met while we were mixing uh, Altered in uh, at Skywalker Sound, which is a whole, wow. we do a whole other show on Skywalker That's Sound. So, amazing. We went, <laughs> yeah. so we went back to Skywalker Sound to mix the music, not only mix the music, but to mix the movie. So it was, you know, it was like a, it was a vague, like a little, geeky vacation at the end of a movie shoot um it, you know i love skywalker sound it's like one of my favorite places on earth and um and the people there are incredible and uh, so you know so yeah the, the mix was very much like we had already done altered with them and we brought basically the same team back to do seventh moon um so it was you know even though altered is still has like you know instrumentation is still strange there is a lot more melody and a little more like mm-hmm. uh you know uh, conventional kind of uh music with seventh moon i wanted to go you know i wanted to go crazy and just create like this soundscape that kind of mixed in like you were saying mixed in with like the the natural ambience that you would expect mm-hmm. you know in the scenes you know so that's awesome very cool all right te- technical stuff okay so I am the guy that sits in either in the theater or at my house, and I watch the <laughs> credits till the very, very end, literally everything, all right? So I see Panasonic cameras, yeah. 2008. Tell me you use the Panasonic DVX100, which is like my love camera of all time. <laughs> um, I want to know what you did to shoot this with. What, what, what gear did you use? Yeah, that's what we used. Yes. I love that camera. Oh, you just made Matt so happy. I, oh, shot, really? I yeah. shot so much stuff with that camera. Oh, I love that camera so much. Yes, outstanding. It was camera. a great. It was a great camera. I mean, oh. you know, we were. Um, I mean, it had a, you know had a, like a lot of cameras at that age. Like the grain had a lot of grain in the night stuff. Yeah. But I kind of liked it, and then we cleaned it up a little bit later after mm-hmm. we shot it. But yeah, I, I love the look of it, and uh, it kind of. Um, it's just this raw kind of quality. It, it, it looks, it, it kind of gives it like a more like a, like a 16 millimeter feel, uh, like, a, yeah. like a film feel. Yep. Um, but yeah, and, and you know, in that movie, like um, technically the idea was um, uh, 
to kind of uh, not 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 do improv like it was for Blair Witch, but to be able to let the actors kind of move in a space and then have the camera operators follow them, you know, as best they can. Um, so we messed around with like a lot of balloon lights, you know, like and we knew the movie was going to take place at night, so we, you know, the lighting was really important. So we practiced a lot of mm-hmm. balloon lights, kind of putting them high up, and then. Being, you know, then being able to follow the, the actors throughout all this kind of, uh, you know, territory. Um, but, so I was uh, going to ask you that. You did shoot all at night. You didn't do yeah. it night for day. No, no, we didn't. I mean, um, and it was a crazy shoot. I mean, we were like, I was the, one of the main, I was, I guess, the B camera operator. And then we had three cam. the DP did one. And then Greg, my partner, usually did the third one if we if we had room for it. But um, yeah, it was all at night. So there was like, um, it was really depressing. I mean, to tell you the <laughs> truth, um, I had, you know, I had just finished altered and altered was, you know, it was just going to be this huge movie, the follow up to Blair Witch. And it ended up going straight to DVD. It was really disappointing for us. The, the studio. And it was so cool though. I mean, it was, I mean, look, they call the studio called it a tweener, oh. which is like, it's not really a horror film and it's not really a comedy. It's kind of like, you know, it's, and I think I, I love tweeners. Like I think my, mm-hmm. some of my favorite films are tweeners, you know? Um, but commercially it's very difficult to, you know, to, to market, you know? Um, and also, I mean, there's a lot of political stuff too. Like a lot of the people that had bought the, the movie were gone by the time we, you know, we, it went, came to release it. So there was, you know, a change in, in the guard and, you know, a lot of times that happens. And also the universal had just released, um, uh, what's the movie with, uh, God, it's called, anyway, they, they had released, I think, uh, slither. They had released. Oh, slither. Yeah. Right. That movie was gross. Was, <laughs> I, I love that movie. It is good. But yeah, it's good. When in, and it made, but it made no money and it was kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. It was like kind of horror, black com, you know, dark comedy kind of, you know, uh, kind of comedic a little bit and you know so so they lost the money and then they were like no we're not going to release another movie like we can't you know it's just not going to happen so it we were i was really disappointed about that and i went into china you know we went to china and i brought the family and you know we're shooting at night and i just you know my insecurities as a filmmaker and like you know just everything started piling up and i had written this one like i had really kind of put you know my heart and soul into it but the, and then and then just the shooting at night is just you know we had like you know five and a half weeks of night we had like I think summertime what what time of year was it this was in um, no not summertime but like late spring I want to okay. say oh wait okay. wait a second no 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 it was uh, fall okay it was fall um, so the weather was not bad it was it did get right. hot but it wasn't like crazy I mean at the beginning when we were scouting and stuff it was really hot. Mm-hmm. But, um, and you know, night, but it was, you know, it's, it's Hong Kong. And also it's, you know, we, we wanted to shoot in mainland China, but it just became a night, you know, it was just a pain. Like they were going to have to give them the script. We were, we were going to have to like write a fake script oh, because they, they don't let you shoot anything about ghosts. They don't, you know, there's no ghosts in China. Really? Yeah. So huh. we couldn't, yeah. So our guy was like, well, you know, you, you just rewrite the script without ghosts, give that to them. And then you just shoot the movie you want. I'm like, well, <laughs> You know, I don't know. So we ended up in Hong Kong. And Hong Kong, the problem with Hong Kong is that it's, you know, um, it's very much more, you know, westernized. It's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, the English were there. So it's very much, 
it's very different than China. There, people talk shit about the government. It was kind of weird, like to hear people talking about shit about the Chinese government, you know, in Hong Kong. Um, so, but, but you know, in the you know they've been making films for decades. You know, I mean, they you know uh, just great movies have been made there. So, but there's no you know there's no space. There's no like parks with like there's no forests or like you know we're you know we, right. we're looking for like to do something really isolated. Hong Kong's been developed beyond you know anything you know so we ended up shooting a lot of it in graveyards wow that's the only that's the only area that they yeah okay that trivia should be on your imdb page for this (laughs) yeah so like all those um you know like the uh, the i guess the pretty much the vast majority like the where, where the car gets stuck and where the guys attack the car mm-hmm. and where they run and that whole, you know, pretty much like half the movie um, was shot in, in two graveyards, you know. Wow. And, oh my uh, gosh, that's so creepy. Yeah, and like, um, you, know, it, it, you know, there's different um, uh, traditions there and uh, like they, they – take the, the, the remains out after a while and put them in an urn, you know, there's like different, so you, you have like mm-hmm. these places where you're just walking through the wood, through the, through the grass and your foot kind of sinks and it's a grave, you know, but I mean, it's the things have been removed, but you're like, Oh my God, a dead body laid here for <laughs> right. 10, you know, for two, 15 oh years God. or whatever. Like, oh and it's just like, you're just, you know, you're like, it's just really, really strange. Um, so yeah, so that was an added bonus. But I remember like Amy Smart and me like sitting in her trailer during lunch, you know, middle of the night and, we're, and just kind of like we were both like, you know, we helped each other out. But it was just like we were just like I was, I was like, I'm so just so down. I just, you know, just feel like and she was like, yeah, I'm feeling the same way. You know, and the, so it was a, I mean, it was a cool shoot. Like looking back on it, it was really cool. Like, thinking, mm-hmm. you know, the people we worked with, the crews are amazing in Hong Kong been completely different than the United States. So there was like a huge learning curve for us, but it was such a great, you know, it was just such a great experience. You know? So you know what? There was one thing I was going to ask you about, but I kind of covered it, but if you want to keep going on, I was going to say specifically, yeah, why Hong Kong? And then, yeah, uh, how much fun or challenges did you have, I guess? But I don't know, you, you mentioned a lot of it right there, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, um, Night shoots in general suck because sure. yep. you're. Sure. Oh yeah. And my I had uh, my wife and two kids were there and you know I basically you know come home you know in the morning and you know try to get some sleep you know hang out with them for a little bit and then try to get at least you know six hours of sleep and then get up hang out with them a little bit and then go back as the sun's setting you're going it's just really depressing like it's just so and, backwards, uh, yeah. yeah and then on the weekends you know you have to kind of remain you know you can't go back to normal because then monday's gonna be a nightmare so you know you it was it was tough but it was it was a lot of fun also like a lot of the weekends were amazing and you know we um you know we we got to see a lot of things and my kids like are have like uh you know you could tell like the the enhancement in their lives like the growth Mm -hmm of just being, you know, being in Hong Kong for three months, especially my daughter, like kind of blew her mind and like really, uh, you know, affected her in a, in a really positive way. Um, so it was, you know, and it was, it was a great trip. Just, you know, the movie was uh, a little, you know, a little, it was, it was tough for sure. So three, yeah. it was th- three months, three months shoot. 
It no, was a uh, three month. It was three month. Yeah, out there. It was a six week shoot. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was uh, yeah three months with prep and everything. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I can only imagine the shooting nights compounded with Shoot. jet lag. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Must be yeah. kind of a nightmare. Yeah, and also the, you know, the 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 crew. You know, like there's only a few people that spoke English, so was, there was always a. Um, a ch- you know a challenge as far as like communication i was going to ask um, yeah language barrier must have was that was that ever an issue yeah it's interesting for sure absolutely i mean it was like uh you know um first of all there's a, there's few there's a few people that spoke pretty perfect english but most of them was broken you know you could and you mm-hmm. could you know communicate with people for sure it wasn't that big a deal but it was just like the um they they work differently there like there's no um, like just a, like a pretty clear example is like, you know, most of the time lunch, you know, even if you're on location on a American or, you know, regular mm-hmm. shoot, they have a tent set up and they have tables and you go and you get your food here. It was like, literally like a, the car would pull up with like a bunch of styrofoam, you know, stuff, just random food. And people would go and grab the thing and hang, you know, sit on the side of the road while, you know, while we're, sh- you know, in the middle of, you know, shooting. All right, lunchtime. Everybody just kind of hangs. And in the middle of the graveyard. Yes. In the middle of the graveyard. You know, and I have so I have so many photos of just people sitting around eating, awesome. you know, noodles and rice and all this great food. Right. Just on the side of it, and it was cool. It was like it was kind of like film school. Like you know, there's no like, where's my tent and where's my table? Sure. And, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. um, and also they have like, there's a a lot of like cross pollinization as far as like, uh, I don't know if that's the right word, but I just it popped into my head but be, between the uh, departments. Like there's like, like the, the, what example, like the guy who did Amy's hair and you know, Amy's like, you know, LA star, like, you know, she, mm-hmm. there's a certain kind of hairstyle. So you got to get certain, you know, caliber of makeup artist. Um, and this guy was like the bet, one of the best hairstylists in Hong Kong. And, you know, and so he would do Amy's hair and then whatever, and then he would get bored. So he would go out and like, I, I caught him. I mean, he, I, I saw him doing boom. I saw him doing, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. slate. I saw him like chop. We, we, there was a one thing where we were putting bumps in the road. He, I saw him like cutting wood, like working for That's the funny. art department. Like it was just, it's kind of like a free for all. Everybody just goes and everything. This needs to be done. Everybody goes and grabs it. But the problem is that the, there is a little bit of uh at least for us, like a miscommunication between the departments as far as like responsibilities. Sometimes the responsibilities are like, oh no, that's that department. And then the other department says, no, no, that's that, sure. that's the other department. Mm-hmm. So a couple of, you know, some things kind of fell through, you know, kind of fell through the cracks. Um, but, uh, you know, and then, you know, so, so, you know, it was, uh, you know, it was a learning curve, but a lot of fun and great, you know, really great experience for, for everybody involved, that's awesome. really. Oh. Good. So, I wanted to ask about the script because the lines and, and the blocking uh, too, like they seem so natural and organic. Was there any improv on the set or was that all like just fully scripted? Like how did all that come together? It was, um, it was fully scripted, but you know, I'm always like really open to switching lines unless it's something like technical that needs to hit later or whatever, mm-hmm. or you need, you need a line, certain, you know, a certain line here that's going to play later in the film. Um, I'm always like open to switching things around as, you know, finding the kind of the essence of the scene. And if, if it needs to be a line change, then I'm cool with it. 
Um, uh, so, you know, they, they, they're, they're definitely following a script, but I let them kind of, you know, be themselves and improvise and, and the blocking, like I like, you know, for this one, it was like, again, I had this, you know, in, in normal films, um, you know, the, the blocking is, uh, you know, you know, you, you have to kind of figure out the blocking, uh, the blocking becomes more of a thing by your writing, you know, you think, oh, okay, this, this person's going to sit on this side of the table, and mm -hmm. you kind of think of it as you write, and for this one, there was like, the idea was like to kind of let them, you know, wander, so the blocking for me was like, you know, them running, and then here, and then, and then a lot of the blocking was like, well, once we get there, we'll figure it out, you know what I mean, like the, mm -hmm. the actual, what's actually happening, but yeah, it was just kind of like, to me, it was like a very, um, you know, you, you kind of explain the action and then let the actors kind of you know figure it out and then figure out where you're going to the place where you're going to stop and try to get focus marks and you know kind of at least try to prep as much as you can but a lot of mm -hmm. it was just us with the camera and focusing on you know on you know just walking and focusing ourselves like it was it felt very much like a like a like a school like a you know like a film school project for yeah. sure at, at certain points except there's you know people around getting paid um i think so, you could really uh, feel that that i don't know if the word is looseness but that that yeah. or, organic like just letting it flow in a very positive way like in a really yeah, good yeah, way yeah. you that, could that, feel that, that like things are happening and we're catching them yeah yeah that, as they happen was, yeah that was the thing that was kind of the the um you know that's what we i wanted to do is basically just kind of travel with these people and almost like a documentary, but like, you know, this horrific night of, of, of these people's lives. Um, and, you know, so, so that was kind of, it was very much like kind of, you know, we had a lot of freedom and also mm -hmm. like just camera angles, you know, there was, the lighting was very uh, unobtrusive. You know, a lot of it was like at night was just basically, you know, hanging balloon lights or, you know, um, 12 Ks up on stands and just kind of filling this whole area with like kind of an ambient light. So, um, uh, you know, it, it was just like kind of a, it was a cool little exercise, you know, and, and then I wanted to feel loose. I wanted the movie to feel very loose and very kind of, you know, um, frenetic. Mm -hmm. It so, definitely worked. <laughs> oh yeah. No, no doubt. Um, let me ask you this. What about, um, what are the name, what were the names of the creatures? The, the gray, suffering? the moon demons, is that what they were? Yeah. yeah the, the moon demons. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, were they real? Were they how much was CG? Like, yeah, how, how how did you guys do those? There was no CG. I mean, the only the only CG we did was at the end when um, they, you know, at the end, the culmination when they they kind of fade away mm -hmm. as they get the, to her. The dust. Right, right. Yeah, like that was. We were um, originally gonna just like kind of do a cut, and she was gonna be. There was no, and but we were like, man, it'll be cool to have to do some kind of effect, you know, to show these things fading away or whatever. So, um, we did that, but you know, other than like painting stuff out, sometimes we painted out lamps and lights and stuff like that. There was all the, all the, uh, ghosts were, were just these poor, uh, poor Chinese guys, you know, <laughs> naked, naked in the woods. I mean, oh, it was <laughs> the, 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 yeah, the moon demon thing was a really, um, you know, we had, uh, it was a really challenging kind of weird idea that, that I, I was like the idea of like this white spectral kind of mm -hmm. creature, um, with like 
skin that like kind of flakes off and kind of dry and raspy and and those empty eyes which is why i kind of thought oh that must be they must have done something in in post to like get them to look that empty the eyes were um contact lenses again poor those poor those poor Mm -hmm. men um but it was like they had the scleral the like full yeah, yeah, oh. they had the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think, I think it was those. I'm not sure what we had because there was like a whole. I mean, you know, and and, and blend, mm-hmm. you know, that whole thing of pe- putting things in lens, you know, people in, in, in lens into people's eyes is just a real shaky thing, anyway. So we were, you know, it, it was really challenging. So basically, we had we hired Spectral Motion, who had did who had done the effects for uh, for Alter to design the the creature and to set, you know, to design the makeup and stuff. And, um, this, uh, one of the spectral motion, Larry, I can't remember Larry's last name, but he was, uh, with us, um, pretty much during the whole shoot. Um, but he basically trained, like basically trained a little group of makeup artists to apply this makeup and like to remove it. And it was a long process. And then, you know, and also like, you know, in, in the, the men, the, you know, Chinese men, are um for the most part like very guarded you know like they don't you know so having them like wear those cod pieces like that was a huge thing like you know um just f- to figure out because you know we took a lot of work you know because we talked mm-hmm. it was like you know would some of them just be willing to wear like just you know kind of play it natural or whatever and they're like no there's no way man they're you know so we had to design this thing that, that hid their junk and you know and um <laughs> And even with that, like, you know, as the makeup, you know, because, you know, it's just basically a, a, a layer of latex or whatever throughout, you know, over their entire body mm-hmm. um, that was like painted on or whatever. You know, I have video of, of these six or seven, I mean, you know, six or seven guys getting painted and it was crazy. And then so when, and then when the, once the latex was hardened, then they would go in and paint it, you know, airbrush the, the you know, highlights and all that stuff. So it was a hell of a process, you know. Yeah. And, um, but the, and these poor guys, like, you know, it was cold out there sometimes in one of the, in the oh. nights and, yeah. you know, they'd be like in their things and like, all right, guys, you know, let's do one more. And they'd take them off and, <laughs> but they were hardcore, man. And they, you know, I, all of them, um, you know, uh, did a great job and it was crazy. It was a, it was a hell of an experience. That was a hell of a technical thing, but I wanted my, my whole thing was like, I wanted everything to be natural. I don't want, um, I don't want any CG. I don't want these guys mm-hmm. being CG. I want them to be physical there. I love practical uh, effects. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it was kind of cool. So, I mean, I think for me, like, the, you know, the, I, th- I think the ghost thing was, like, a great success. Like, I, they came out looking pretty much exactly the what, They were so creepy. And to be honest, yeah. the fact that you had to, like, make them neuter, like, kind of <laughs> made it even creepier. Yeah, yeah. It was, like. It was part we, of that. Yeah, like, and, this and, is and, out of this earth. Sure. Yeah, and, and our and our whole thing, like during the thing, was like, you know, should we have you know female ghosts? You know, and I was like, well, because then that's like, you know, what are you going to do with the breasts? And it's, it's become does it become more distracting? Like, you know, it's just like these weird things. So I, I kind of came up with a theory is like, you know, the idea that like the male hierarchy is even like, you know, the the, the male ghosts are the ones that go out and do the trouble while the female ghosts, you know, they're, 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 they're responsible for other haunts, you know, like maybe you're in the house or something. I don't know. 
just came up with it. Like, mm-hmm. there's got to be yeah. some kind of hierarchy because why aren't there any women right, you know, right. ghosts? You know, they're at home barefoot in the kitchen. Yeah, sure. this really like sexism yeah. exists in the ghost world too. Yeah, I was gonna say it's everywhere. Yeah, you can't get yeah. away from it in any any sort of reality. Heavy yeah, sexism. Oh we can't escape. No, but really, for for us, it was just a practical thing of like, do we really want you know naked women out there and how. You know, like sure. I don't know. It was just, it was just a weird thing for me, and uh, yeah. You know, and and we, so we kind of fudged it at that point. But but looking back on it, I mean, you know, if I would have done it again, if I would do it again, I think that you know, I would, I would work it out and figure out something to, you know, to, you know, to somehow include all kinds of different, you know, uh, creatures and stuff. But you know, um, you know, maybe maybe for part two. <laughs> there, there's a the part near the end when she's down in the cave or whatever she's got the phone as her light yeah that reminded me of the movie the descent with the creatures yeah. and the same mm-hmm. kind of look mm-hmm. and she's in that cave when i saw that, i was just thinking this is like the descent yeah it reminded me of that in a way that was interesting yeah i mean that, the descent i mean i love the descent yeah but it was like it was like a really um it, it came out right because i i came out right before we um I don't know if we were shooting or I don't, it was something where we're like, Oh my God, like why did he come out? You know, <laughs> what are the chances, you know? Right. So, um, the concept of the ghost came out, you know, came out of, out of our heads before we, the descent. And then once we watched the descent, we're like, ah, you know, whatever. But you know, we, we felt like, you know, that our movie was different enough. No, sure. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, because when I saw these, now, I was like, "Yeah, that's that's similar to the the ghost demons, even though ours are you know different. It's a whole different, you know, it's a supernatural yeah, kind of, of thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, that definitely took a, the wind a little bit of wind out of our sails, that's for sure. Well, yeah, and I know um, another movie came out far far after yours, but Matt had mentioned after he saw um, after he saw Seventh Moon that he saw a little bit of similarities to Midsummer. Um, so curious what you thought of Midsummer in that, you know, in that sort of American fish out of water and uh, Americans I, are going to be killed. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah and Americans, I mean, you yeah. foolish Americans. Yes. Yeah. I, I haven't seen Midsummer. It was oh. one, it's like uh, on Terry's my, Lott, Terry loves it. I love it. Oh my it. God. I, uh, it's, it's like one of these movies that, um, I've been wanting to see since it came out. I, I missed it in the movie theaters and then I have it on my prime list. Like I'm Me like, too, I same see thing. It. Yep. I never got it's around great. to well, it. You can it's listen really to our podcast episode on it. <laughs> Which will ruin yeah, yeah, it for yeah. you, though. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, it does see ruin it. I mean, it. I, I, mean um, I loved uh, Hereditary, so, yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm, it, it, it's, oh, Hereditary's you know, so good. Yeah, yeah so, um, but yeah, no, I have I have to check it out, because somebody else told me about that, too. Um, yeah, I'll be the, interested the, the, what you think, because that, yeah. it does have that same kind of American fish out of water, right. like, getting getting into this, like, this Situa- yeah, situation where it's yeah, sacrifices yeah, well, and, the, and offerings, the yes, sacrifices, right. the offerings. Yeah, right. it's yeah, it definitely. I, I, now I got now I got to check it out. You got to check it very, out and let very, us know what you think. Very different, very very different films, each one. But it just it that yeah. that, that aspect mm-hmm. of it kind of reminded me in a little way of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I got to see it. Yeah. Okay, so so if we're talking about movies, um, other movies, I want to know what movie of yours you're the most proud of, and then maybe we can we can all share our favorites too. Um, for, I mean, you know, I think, you know, it's like your kids, you know, you get, you're proud of all your kids, you know, um, and you can't really, it's hard to pick a favorite <laughs> kid, but I think for me, like the movie that I, that I feel most like most comfortable about and most like 
that I thought I was in control for the most for the most of it, you know, was uh, is lovely Molly, uh, you know, because with the lovely Tara. Uh, you know, in, uh, <laughs> that was that's right. I was gonna say that I won't. It's not just because I got lucky enough to be in it, but that's my favorite. Yeah, it's it was, so creepy. It was good. <laughs> yeah, I mean the. Um, you know, I was thinking about your part the other day, Tara, like, like the, the ending, I was like, you know, the, the, you know, I never thank you for your performance because it really like without that, you know, that hysteria at the end of the movie, you know, that really pays off, you know, it's a tra it's such a tragic thing, but it really needed that. Like if it was, if the performance, if your performance had been anything less the whole film, I think, could have, you know, collapsed. And I, you know, I never well, thanked thank you, you for it. That's, um, thank you. That's really, good. yeah, it's awesome. Really kind of, that gives me chills. It's really nice yeah, to no, hear. Because I, I, I was, cause it made like some list the other day and I was thinking about it a little bit and um, that, yeah, and I was like, you know, the, like why, because people were talking about the ending or whatever. And I was like, like thinking back on the ending, I was like, yeah, it's hard, you know, if it wasn't for her, the, that she really, it really like, you know, you know, it's like the culmination of the evil is right there in your performance. You know, mm -hmm. all that the evil did, you know, all the things that, 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 that went bad. So I, you know, anyway, thanks. For we'll that. have to, Appreciate we'll have that. to do an episode where we talk about lovely Molly. Yeah, so we can talk be, about uh, all that uh, stuff. It'll be, yeah, be really, really cool. But yeah. yeah my think, husband and his best friend to this day maintain that that is the most disturbing movie they've ever seen. Wow, how about oh, that? wow. That's great. That's, that's awesome. That's quite a, that's, that's quite a, a good uh, accomplishment. Uh, yeah. It's quite an accomplishment, yeah, from, <laughs> coming from my sick mind. That's right. Um, no, you know, and, and it was like a movie that was again like it was diff it was a difficult movie. All my you know movies have been difficult. I mean, I mm -hmm. think probably exists was probably the the easiest as far as like just more, most fun. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the but lovely Mo lovely Molly was you know like it really was a almost like a you know like I went through a like a I don't know, like like some kind of traumatic psychological thing with that movie because I was really depressed and it was you know a lot of and you could tell uh, but uh and especially during the editing like I really you know um it's a dark movie oh, it's yeah. a dark movie and it was a really dark place to be but you know I I love it you know I'm, I'm glad people uh, dig it and uh, I'm glad it's out there good so Matt I asked this knowing the answer full well okay what is your favorite movie from Ed Sanchez? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I make no bones about it, Ed, and you'll, you'll find this through time. Um, the Blair Witch Project is one of my favorite movies ever. Um, it is one of the few movies that I have gone. So I was lucky enough to go see it opening night in July of 1999 in, in a theater. Nice. And I thought it was real, and it scared the living hell out of me. And I think I spent that evening afterwards drinking a 12-pack of beer and a pack of cigarettes because I couldn't go to sleep. <laughs> Pretty sure I was up till the sun came up. And I have been in love with that movie ever since. Um, I think it's fantastic. And not much scares me anymore. I'm trying to think of stuff that has. And that besides that, in the last 20 years, I can't think what else. Um, I just think the whole idea behind it is just genius. What you guys did was cutting edge and hadn't been done. Um, mm -hmm. So kudos to you guys. That was amazing for coming out and doing that. Well, thank you, man. Thank you. I mean, it was, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, uh, you know, it was, it's one of these things that 
and it's still scary. I mean, I, I, I know now yeah, it's not I, I real. Still, it still I, scares me, though. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's it's. It, I mean, it scared us. Like, yes. like I, you know, it I've told scary. the story a million times. Like editing the that house scene at the end, I, oh, I freaked myself out one time. And, like I was editing late at night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was is. the only one that had, and I had to just turn uh-huh. the machines off and get the hell out of there. Like yeah. I felt like there was something like about to touch me. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it was one of my scariest moments of my life, and it was while I was editing that scene. And I had, you know, I shot, you know, I was there. You were there, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just a movie, but yeah, there was something. I mean, you know, I think there was something in that movie, and it's like the, you know, the three actors, you know, uh, the way that we shot it, the the place we shot it, like the, you know, the fact that we isolated the actors, the way we did it, I think like it captured, you know, it was, it really was like a, you know, like a, like a psychological, a psychological experiment that mm-hmm. we filmed that these three actors let us do on them. And I think that there's one of these movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, that like are, it's so raw that there's like something Yes, it feels like something was captured on the mo- yes. on the video that that it's uh, not right. It's same same thing with the Exorcist. Like the Exorcist mm-hmm. for me, I feel like mm-hmm. the whole production and like the making of that movie brought. And I don't know if it's evil or if it's something. You know, it's something that we, you know later on science will will explain. But I feel like when I watch the Exorcist, I feel like there's something caught in the film like there's a there's an energy this, what, same thing with texas chainsaw and yeah. i think with blair witch too mm-hmm. you know like there's just something about it that's like so something joined the film the you know entered the film that we didn't that we didn't have we had nothing to do with you know? billy graham i think once said he said there was actually evil inside the celluloid of the movie in the exorcist <laughs> yes yeah i heard yeah. that i, mean, I heard that yeah yeah I, like um you know and then you see like you know the everybody's careers afterwards and like you know, oh, yeah. there's like some set, mm-hmm. some things that happen on the set and stuff like, it's like, I think there was, you know, some bad mojo. And that's why, like, when, after Blair Witch, you know, Dan and I, um, we wanted to just kind of completely stay away from horror. Like, we tried to make a, 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 a comedy after Blair Witch that didn't work out. But we were just so tired of being in that dark place mm-hmm. um, right. Right. for so many years that, it just, I just needed to, we just needed to go in a completely different direction. That's why it took us so long to, to make Altered, you know, it was just, yeah. I was just burned out completely. Yeah. I think I it's an that. important place though. I think it's an important, has, horror has an important place in, in film because you, you allow people this catharsis with it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, so I think yeah. it's definitely, I'm glad that you went back to horror. Yes. Is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, great you know, at it's it. a good thing. <laughs> yeah, no. Well, thank you. I mean, I think, um, you know, like I never thought I would be a horror filmmaker. Like I, you know, like if you look at my film school films, like mostly, you know, comedies or action films, like, you know, um, crime stuff, you know, cops and stuff. So when I, when, when Dan and I came up with the idea for Blair Witch, it was really the first horror movie idea that I had ever come up with. And I think probably huh. for him as well. So, uh, you know, and so then after, you know, Blair Witch hit, I kind of had to learn to be a horror filmmaker. Like I didn't have any horror ideas and slowly I kind of became, you know, I, I started watching more horror films. Not that I hadn't watched horror films, but for me, it was just a different, it was just another genre, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. I, and also I don't like, <laughs> I don't really like being scared. Like I don't like horror movies <laughs> that scare me. Like I, like Exorcist is 
you know, like I had a, like, I, I don't know why I rewatched, I, I, I rewatched that like maybe 20 years ago, 15 years ago when they released it in the theaters again. Yeah. That was I'll awesome. Never, I don't, and great. I don't watch, I don't, and I'm like, I'm like, why the hell did I watch this movie again? <laughs> like, because yeah. it's just, and, um, and it the same thing, like I bought, like I bought the DVD, you know, back in like 2000 or whatever oh, when yeah. it came out and, and the making of documentary, I watched it once and I'm like, the making of documentary is freaking me out. Like speaking of, like, oh, I haven't watched I the making watched of. It. I never watched yeah, it. I'm like, and I'm like, it. and I never, I never watched the actual movie. I'm like, why do I have this DVD? So I gave it to somebody. I'm like, I don't want to. I mean, it's just so. So basically, <laughs> get I was, it out of my house. Yeah, <laughs> I was such a. I was kind of yeah. I was kind of like I don't like being scared. Like I didn't gravitate naturally toward horror movies like other people. But, um, you know, you go back now as an adult and you like, you know, as a filmmaker, okay, I got to learn this. So, you know, and, and you just learn and kind of, you know, try to use your instincts to, you know, to make, you know, scary films. So, so speaking of making of stuff, that was uh, Curse of the Blair Witch is so good. Yeah. Tara, oh, I don't know if you saw that. But I think, did you guys have that premiere on like sci-fi before the movie yeah. was released? I think that's where I saw it for the first time. And that's what yeah, really got was, me going. Like, mm-hmm. this is real. Oh my god, this is yeah. crazy. <laughs> no, it was crazy, yeah, man. That was I mean, well it done. was like, yeah, it was like a little mockumentary about loved it. You know, the making about Blair Witch, mm-hmm. about the legend. And yes, the, that was so. You good. know, this yeah, all that behind like, the scenes kind uh, of stuff, like faux I, behind I the scenes, was so up. good. Yep, I love. Yeah, that stuff. no, it was cool. And that was actually, I mean, that was like, like everything kind of lined up for Blair Witch because we were, we actually had shot a lot of that footage for to be part of the movie. And then in the last minute, we pulled it all out. And then, you know, we were like, oh, we had this opportunity to, to do this special for, for Sci-Fi Channel. And they're like, I was just like, yeah, let's just put all that footage and write something around it. And, and uh, Back you know, when Sci-Fi showed it. scary movies. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I know. I know. Um, but it was cool. I mean, you know, Blair Witch and the same thing with the Internet. Like there was the, the, the marketing of that movie was like. The website and everything. Yeah, the website, all this stuff, like pushed all this stuff out. Yep. And and the website and the the web wasn't like you know the, the internet wasn't big enough to like cross check you know to, to to be able to like you know fact check right. what we were doing right yeah so you know I think a lot of people like you went into the theater thinking it was real you know so <laughs> yeah so then what is I I know you're saying you don't like to be scared that much but it seems Exorcist has really affected you and and a couple other movies. What is your favorite horror movie uh, aside from the ones you've made? Putting you on the spot here, you know, wow. um, or like a a favorite? Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> um, there are so many. Like I love The Shining and oh, you know, so good. Um, Amityville Horror. You know, I thought it was you know it's a little cheesy, but it's still creepy as hell. Still good. I gotta say, the um, new Amityville. Yeah, I think like I, I think I'm actually with you on that disturbs too. me. It's, it freaks oh, really? me out. I I, really? I, I I do like the remake. But but the, wait, but the latest remake, right? Two thousand five, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, okay, so the so the original remake or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I I don't remember liking it, but if you guys uh, recommending it, maybe I'll check I it out it again. Was pretty good. It's yeah. mostly Ryan Reynolds. He just freaks me out in it. He was good. Yeah. He just scares yeah, I mean, me. They good. add they add yeah. a little they add a few more things to like the backstory and yeah, like you said, the the first the original is kind of it is a little bit cheesy. I mean, the book is outstanding and the book is terrifying. The book is terrifying. Oh, man. It's so good. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I did like the remake of this. I thought it was good. I thought yeah. it was good. But I um and then um like Evil Dead Two, I love you know like right. just 
that that's just fun. Just fun. Yeah, that yeah, to me is fun. yeah, that to me was like is the kind of horror movie that I you know, that I want to make eventually. Like, you know, I, I love that. That's the, 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 what I really love, you know? That's awesome. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, there's, I mean, I like paranormal activity, I think was, is, is really great. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and that definitely couldn't have happened without Blair Witch. I don't think like, nope. yeah, happened, yeah, absolutely. I don't think so. yep. absolutely. You're right. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, and, uh, you know, Oren Pelly who directed that movie and wrote it, like, you know, he, when he, you know, openly admits that he basically like, studied Blair Witch and broke it down and like mm-hmm. followed, you know, mm-hmm. the roadmap that we had, you know, uh, created for him. And, and he, actually when I, when I met him, cause we're friends now, he, you know, that's the first, you know, he was very like, Hey, thanks man. I wouldn't be here for, <laughs> for you guys. And so, you that's know, so cool. yeah, he was, he was really cool. And now he's it. working with and Rob he, Zombie, I think on stuff. So how about that? Yeah. He's yeah. doing all kinds of, you know, and, and you know, so, so, um, but I, I like that one. Um, uh, I think, um, I love the witch. Oh. Uh, I the thought witch hereditary so we was talk about pretty that. damn good. Yep. Um, yeah, I think there's uh, Baba Duke was really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like recent recent stuff, it follows. I thought was really strong. Oh, it follows um, scared the crap out of me. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that the, there's a the there's a lot of really great stuff out there, um, but. Um, but yeah, all the classics. I mean, Exorcist, of course, mm-hmm. uh, and then J- Jaws. You know, the original monster movie. Love there. Jaws. But, uh, We're gonna yeah. need a bigger boat. No. So yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. So 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 good. Yeah. Like crazy good. Yeah, like how? Great. Like he was like twenty seven when he directed that. I don't even know if he was that old. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It, it's in. I mean, he and Richard Dreyfuss are they're not even thirty in that movie. It's it's unbelievable. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. All right, so what are you working on now? Can you uh, drop any yes. gossip on us and our listeners? Anything Jeez. cool to tell us about? <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I can kind of generally talk about stuff. I uh, We're writing a feature um, that uh, we're kind of in the middle of, um, which uh, Alejandro Bruges, another partner of ours, will direct eventually. Greg is writing it, um, and I'm kind of just – helping out with that so this is um, hacks and then, films yeah i mean hacks and yeah yeah greg and i are the the last two remaining i was gonna say yeah hacks is still is is still in existence oh yes it is yeah ha- i yeah. mean we we've stopped being a production company we because you know we indies you know it's very hard to make a living uh making indie films so we transferred to more like a writing directing partnership mm-hmm. um so um yeah greg is doing a lot of stuff and then we're writing uh, a, a show for apple tv called maldicion uh, mm-hmm. which is uh like a curse in spanish like a curse and uh we just turned in the pilot first draft so you know we're still many steps away from actually getting green lit but it's looking pretty good and um very so cool. far yeah. and we're uh executive produced by sam raimi Ooh. Yeah, nice. which is awesome. Which you nice. know, it helps to have Sam Raimi. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a very good thing. for sure. Um, and uh, and then uh, we we're about to pitch another TV show in the next couple of weeks. I mean, we're really concentrating on television, but I'm also developing mm-hmm. um, a bunch of scripts. Uh, just got a first draft from Jamie Nash on a script that we're working together. Oh, Jamie's um, great too. Yeah, yeah, Jamie. We still work. We still do a lot of stuff together. 
Um, and then, you know, there's, I always get material sent to me that I've kind of tweak here and there. And so hopefully one of these, I'm, I'm really itching to make a film again. Like I love, I've loved my time in television and I definitely want to keep working in television because I think that there's, you know, there's like uh, television really has opened up now. And like, there's so many more interesting stories being told on television mm -hmm. than in movies. I think, you know, like the, the diversity is amazing. So uh, it's a really good opportunity to tell, you know, longer stories and for actors to stay in characters, you know, for longer, which I think is, is, is great. So we're kind of, we're concentrating on that, but I definitely am like really eager to like kind of, you know, show what I've learned on the TV side, you know, with my, with another film. So we'll see, hopefully in the next few years, we'll get uh, something going. Yay. Good. We're going to look forward to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and no then, but, the, but, but the big goal for me, you know, in the next few years is to bring a TV show to Maryland. Oh, okay. To the, yes. That know. would be amazing. Yeah. That would More be production awesome. here yeah. is always yeah. good. Yeah. That'd be very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Very good. Well, Ed, thank you. Thank you so, so much for doing this. Seriously, <laughs> this this is this was amazing. We are really honored to have you on. Um, Definitely. This was great. So glad yeah, to thanks. have you. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was great getting to hear all your all your yeah. thoughts on on Seventh Moon and some of your yes. other movies. Very exciting. Yeah, anytime. Um, I'm always around, you know. Oh, definitely. We would love to have you back. We plan on eventually doing probably all your movies. We so can, we, right. <laughs> there's opportunities talk, to come back. Yeah, I can probably talk about the Blurry Witch for like eight, nine, ten hours easily. Yeah, that so. will be our that will be our three episode <laughs> arc yeah, like a, for yeah, Matt. Like a little, yeah, like a little mini series. Yeah. That could go uh, on. Did, did, did you read um, Eight Days in the Woods? I did not. They're making a. Yeah, you should check that out. Okay, interesting. Uh, and we'll both to, have to check that out. I've definitely scoured through woodsmovie.com. Uh, yeah, no, no, check out. It's a okay. movie by, it's a book by Matt Blotzi. Really? He's, he's the one that runs like the, there's a thing called the Blair Witch Experience on Facebook. Yeah. It's like this uh, tour that she sure. does mm -hmm. every year. Mm -hmm. And um, I think we did the fifth, the fifth year last year or sixth year. Anyway, um, he wrote a book about the Blair Witch that I think will pretty much be the book about the making of Blair Witch. Like he really did okay. do his research and talked to everybody Ooh. that is still alive. Wow. That's oh, impressive. Very and, cool. willing, and willing to, to talk, you know. So, yeah, I'm gonna check that yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, check it out. It's a good book. It's a okay. good read if you're a fan of the movie. Oh yeah. All right, guys. All right. Thank yep. you. Thank you. And uh, listeners, before we sign off, we would like to ask you if you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever the heck you happen to be listening so that more people can find us. And don't forget, send us your movie suggestions and your thoughts on the movies we've watched so far on all the cool stuff Ed just told us. You can send your thoughts on that to thescarymovieproject at gmail.com. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, 
We will discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.